The problems came, but the mountains did not move. This is the journal that we're recording from the tiny mountain state of Andorra, as the world around us comes to terms with what the coronavirus outbreak brought our way. Hey there, listeners. Well, today we're going to begin our series of interviews with people who live in Andorra, And we're going to start to hear about how the last few weeks have affected their lives rather than look at the big picture. So it is fair to say that all of us are going through some kind of change in our lifestyles. And we're also going through a change in how we make our living. So to that end, one thing that we really want to cover in our episodes is the evolving way of doing business in the aftermath of a pandemic. And today we're joined by our first guest, Kalina Minkovic, who has created the platform Andorra Offertas. That's an online site, and it was around well before the pandemic or even news of it came. And so in the last few weeks, Kalina has had to significantly change, I guess, the focus of this site. So hey, Kalina, are you there? Yep, yep. I'm here. Hi, everyone. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Hi, Kalina. Hey, so um, first today, we're going to hear from Sarah, as we always do, about the updates that we've had for the situation in Andorra. So hi, Sarah. How are you today? Hi. Good morning, Olga. Yes, it seems we are still doing pretty good with the health data. Although last week on Thursday, if we remember, we were doing an episode as well to uh, talk about one month being locked down. And, and we were saying that uh, on Thursday last week, we would start to have this right to go out at least for one hour per day. And actually every two days, which is not every day, but it's still fine. And people are starting to get out with kids. Uh, people are starting to go out sporting. And it's been already one week from that. Also, last Monday, so five days ago, um, we started to activate some other activities like garden centers, uh, reparation work centers, where you could buy stuff that would make your isolation period a little bit easier at home. So there's a lot more activity that we used to have just one week and a half ago. And of course, we are all curious about how data will be evolving. So, so far, uh, we are doing pretty well just to compare on Monday, we had 433 active cases in Andorra. And by today, uh, we don't have today's data, but yesterday's data was 347, which is really, um, it's a significant uh, increase of the, of the numbers of active cases, but it's quite small if we consider that a big part of the population is getting out. And which is even better is that from a hospitalization point of view, we are even reducing numbers. So we had 37 people in the hospital by Monday, 17 of them in intensive care. And by yesterday, we had 29 and 16 in intensive care, which is pretty good. Um, sadly, we also had uh, some losses during the week. So the whole week we accumulated four new losses, which is uh, always a very sad event. 
but in general terms, I think we can say that if we consider the amount, uh, how much we increase the activity in the country uh, with these numbers so far, they seem to be quite good. They are being advising us that we, of course, need 15 days at least to know the general tendency. But for the moment, um, it, feels, it feels we are doing well. Yeah, absolutely. And this is really the time when I think people that are in business or any of us can start seeing what it is that um, we're going to start seeing coming our way, right? Yeah, definitely. I think we, we will start seeing many people getting adapted to this situation as well. And, and then we can see many cases like uh, Kalina's case, that's why we uh, brought her to the episode, that are helping other people um, to stay at home, to find the services that they need. And I think this is very, very important for the general success. So each of us is doing um, a little part, maybe, but uh, something that can really make a difference when we put all together. Yeah, absolutely. And Kalina, I think that um, a lot of people have been very complimentary and thankful for what you've done so um, it's a great time to ask you to introduce yourself a little bit and let us know what you do okay sure well first of all thank you very much for having me i'm very happy to be interviewed to be uh, well to, to, to be uh, here at the interview uh, well so something about myself so i'm kalina as you know already i'm a working mom of a three-year-old uh, girl so normally when the little one is at the kindergarten I work full-time as a senior software tester uh, um, in my free time I run my blog called andoraofertas.com okay so what's a little bit your life story and your background how did you arrive here to Andorra Okay, sure. Well, so I've lived in few countries. <laughs> Each time was an amazing experience. Um, I love meeting different uh, cultures and points of view. Uh, so originally I'm from Poland, um, which I left to Finland to do my studies. Uh, I spent there a wonderful time. The nature is breathtaking. Uh, then I did my internship in Belgium in Brussels. It was very different, but also very interesting experience. Belgium has so many different cities to visit and they're all amazing. Uh, well, then I moved to south of France to work as functional analyst. Um, uh, well, the, the beauty of the coast is stunning and the weather is always good, so it was a pleasure. <laughs> um, and there is where I met my Andorran husband. <laughs> And it was with him when I visited Andorra for the first time. And of course, it was love um, at, at the first sight. The mountains and, and, and the valleys and, and people all looked amazing and felt amazing. And But before coming to live in Andorra, I worked still for a short time in London, which was also super interesting in so many ways. It was inspiring and fascinating. Uh, and at last, we decided to settle down in Andorra. Uh, where um, the job of my husband was. And I've been living here very happily for a few years now. Okay, good. And um, then somehow you thought, I really want to create a blog, or um, how was the idea to start um, Andorra Affairs? Actually, yeah. Sure. Sure. So, well, um, 
I'm a person who likes the hard work. <laughs> so I, I always try to find hobby and commit to it. And I thought that um, since Andorra is a country where many people are coming here to shop and to spend holidays, they're looking for uh, good deals because of course they want to shop, they want to uh, come here for the holidays, but at the same time, they do not want to spend a lot of money. And at the other side, the, the restaurants, the hotels and the shops, which uh, have those best deals in offer. So I wanted to meet those two sides, the customers, which are looking for the sales and the sellers, which are offering those sales. So I thought that a platform which uh, is very simple and very easy to navigate uh, through and very easy to check, um, uh, which shows just the sales, just the best deals, which are categorized. Um, so if you want to search only for a best deal for the hotels, you can do it. If you want to search uh, for entertainment um, deals, you can do it. Uh, or if you just want to go through all to uh, see what's happening actually in Andorra, what deals are currently on, you, you can do it easily. So yeah, that I think was it's a, idea. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great idea because I've always thought when I was traveling to different countries, if I could find somehow, you know, the best offers or, you know, the best um, information somehow, and it's quite difficult to find. I think now we are starting to see this kind of websites, but it's yes. quite difficult to find them. So I think it's a great idea. And as you know, we are linking this to the coronavirus break and um, outbreak. And, you know, we are not very much explaining. Uh, your application is basically based on tourism. So let me ask you first, um, how, when did you started hearing about the coronavirus and what did you think about it? Because we had a very nice conversation with Olga as well, uh, how we were feeling and um, if we were really thinking that it would affect our lives and our work very much or not. So I'm very curious uh, about what you felt at that point. Well, to be honest, when I learned the news that uh, the virus has spread within the Europe, I knew that it would affect my life. I, I didn't think at the time uh, that there would be a lockdown, but I was sure that I would be avoiding the crowded centers, that I would be avoiding the um, parks with a lot of children, a lot of adults there, uh, and that I, 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 that I would be uh, keeping a social distance. Um, Yes, so I knew that, uh, yeah, that I would be behaving in such a way, just to make sure that I will uh, not get the virus and that I will not spread it to the others, just in case I have it and I'm not aware of it. Okay, and um, if you think back to the 13th of March, when, you know, we got the news that, in fact, we were going on lockdown as well. Do you remember that time and how you felt then? Uh, yes, well, actually, yes, I think we, we all do. <laughs> well, I, I do because I have a kid in the kindergarten. So for me, it was a big change because I was scared. scared. I, I, I was thinking about my job. How will I manage uh, my, my work and having my kid at home at the same time? And also it was scary for me because my family still lives in Poland and um, I didn't know, and I still do not know when, when will I see them. 
And of course, as everyone I was thinking, what about the economy? Uh, it's it's in all our interests that the local businesses will will not suffer. Uh, but at the same time, also I I put a trust and I still do. I did at that time and I still do in Andorran authorities. I thought that if that happened, it, it did it for for a reason. Yeah, I completely agree. I think we were all very shocked at the moment. And I'm also very curious about when did you started thinking uh, that your platform and our ofertas could be uh, used in a completely different way because it was targeting tourists at the time. And now it has starting to have a completely different purpose, which I think it's been very useful for the local population. Okay, thank you. Well, I hope that it is useful. That's um, actually... That's for them. Why I'm doing it, you know, I'm, I'm well. I'm one of the users because, to be honest, I haven't gone shopping since uh, since all that situation has started. I've been only ordering online, uh, but I believe that there are more user. Well, I do not just believe, but I see it and I know that there are more users like me who do not want to leave home or who are scared to leave home, and uh, who just want to and need to have the food being. Uh, order to, to, to their doorsteps. So uh, it was right after the confinement started uh, that the people were asking about the home deliveries and they didn't because they didn't want to leave the homes. And of course, I, I was one of such person. Uh, and I thought, well, it, it, it would be nice to put all of those shops in, in one place at that time I think that there were just a few shops but it was already possible from the start to uh, to make an order for the fresh frozen food uh, some of the restaurants were working also uh, but then well later I was very happy to see that the list was growing and growing and more more businesses more Restaurants, shops, the local shops, not just the big ones, but the small local shops were opening also were uh, offering home deliveries. And actually, um, not only shops, but also uh, Andorran brilliant ser services like um, online art, the music classes, the psychologists even, and all all the sort all the sort of the sport activities were all available online and i just wanted to present it all to everyone who was interested uh, in staying at home or who had to stay at home <laughs> because at some point we had to stay at home and i just wanted to show them that yeah that it's not not that bad we can still have our life we can have our sport we can have even help of the psychologists we can have uh, all sorts of the classes, not mentioning food being delivered to our home. So it wasn't that bad. And of course, uh, now at the moment you can order just anything. As you mentioned before, from the gardening, decoration, even the home furnitures, toys for the kids, clothes, even the jewelry, anything you could possibly uh, wish can be uh, ordered online and delivered to your uh, doorsteps. Mm. Yeah, I have seen a lot of change learning. A lot of change learning. Um, and so do you, do you think about the longer term um, and 
how this is actually going to be changing and how you're going to be um, delivering the platform? It's a very, very good question. <laughs> so to be honest, I do not know. I mean, Andra Ofertas uh, was and still is my blog. It's not business as such. And I still want to continue publishing the best deals and offers uh, to the wide uh, audience, which is outside Andorra, to attract them here, uh, to come and book um, a hotel room or the restaurant table or shop in Andorra. Uh, but of course, that's for the longer term, because at the moment we are not talking about it tourists but about the locals so um what i want to do and what uh, i'm going to do is to continue to be looking for the online services and to be adding them to my list to be promoting uh, my web and hopefully uh, like that and i can help more and more people Oh, that is very, very interesting. And I, I think probably during the last days you have had many conversations also with business owners or shop owners here in Andorra. So I was wondering also what's the feeling that they may be having about what's going on in, in a business-wise um, scenario. It's, uh, are they really adapting and how they are feeling this situation? Okay, sure. Well, so without even having the such a conversation with them, I think that they're really adapting and very quickly, which I'm very, uh, very happy for seeing that because a lot of them are having the delivery, delivery services and a lot of them, even without having a web page to offer their products, uh, they offer to sell via the WhatsApp, via the email, which is, I think, fantastic because it makes them to be able to survive Hope, hopefully they, they will not suffer a lot and it makes it easy for the people also to order from the from their favorite local shops but uh, but re regarding such conversations now i did i didn't have such conversations with them uh, i only well what i do i contact them to offer uh, them to publish for free of course their posts or their promo pictures and the answer from them is always very positive and they're very um, thankful for that, which makes me happy. Yeah, that's really, really, really nice. And um, I don't know if as part of that, you're actually um, keeping an eye on what the govern here is offering, is offering them to support um, and to the employees. Do you have any opinion on whether uh, what they're offering is the right kind of approach, um, whether it's working, um, whether it could be better? Mm, sure. Well, so to be honest, I do not know them in deep as I'm not an addressee of them. I'm autonomous working from home without hiring uh, anyone. And I didn't apply to uh, reduce my cars intentionally because I'm happy to help the country in any way. And I believe that there are other people in more need than I am. Um, as I kept my job, of course, I'm working less now hours, but uh, I didn't lose m my job. So I do not need to, you know, apply for the help, which I know the other people might need more. And of course, I'm aware of some, some, uh, some uh, helps like reduced salary to assure that the 
people want to lose the entire pay, which I think is fantastic. Um, then there is the one which I already mentioned, so the cost reduction to those that really need it, which I think is great also. And as I uh, said before, I had and I and I have still a big trust in Andorran authorities. I think they have been handling the situation very well. Yeah, I think that's a little bit the feeling we were sharing with Olga in general terms. Of course, I think measures will never, you know, um, be perfect for everyone. Of course, there are some, uh, you know, there may be some small lags in, in different points but because you are addressing the whole population and you don't address specific cases. So, but I think, and, and I'm very happy to hear from people because I've had several conversations a little bit similar to this one with friends and with other colleagues and I'm happy to see that many many people are being very very responsible about it it's like I'm entitled I'm entitled to ask for something but if I don't really need it because I have my savings because my work of course has gone a little bit lower but still I'm keeping some um income and stuff I'm not applying for it and I will leave it for other people because in the end we all know that resources are not limitless exactly and all the money that we are getting now from you from the government has to come from somewhere and probably we will be repaying for that in the future so um, acting uh, very responsibly as citizens I think is going to help allow this country to recover easier and faster Yes, yes, yes. I think that that's the key, that we need to be responsible. Responsible is in um, how we act outside so that we need to wear the masks, let's say, that when we had to stay at home, we really stayed at home. And uh, now, just as you mentioned, if we don't need to apply for the help, let's let's not do it because there are always some other people that, that, that need it, really. So that's the thing. Let's be res responsible. We live in society and we want for our all best that that society is not going through the heart crisis. Yeah, so something very interesting. I was talking with a friend this morning also regarding this is, you know, we were talking about the average because many people is complaining that they saw someone else that went out uh, more than one hour. They went farther than they should, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, OK, but we count on the average. So if you can do better, if you can do more than someone else is doing, then just do that. Trust yeah. that um, there is a lot of people like you that are willing to do more than expected. And that will surely compensate whatever is not being done by certain people that I'm very, very sure that are a mi minority. So I think we should um, look to the ones that can inspire us to do better and try to forget a little bit about those who can, let's say, inspire us to do worse, you know? Yes. So if we all do that, I think the average is going to be good and we are going to go forward. Yes, yes, yes. And also just one thing. It always annoys me when someone is saying that, yeah, that I will break rule because someone else is doing it also. But I'm always answering, but you have your own brain. Just because someone else goes, I don't know, for the walk where when he shouldn't, it, it doesn't mean that you have to do the same thing. You have your own brain. You feel your own responsibility. So just uh, do what you think you should be doing, you know. Don't copy. <laughs> Agreed the bad example <laughs> no agreed and i think it's been a really um interesting case where um 
you know, we realise we are a small country. We realise we all know our neighbours and um, we know that what we do matters to everybody in our small community. I've really um, felt grateful for being in a small place as this takes place. Now, um, there's one thing I actually want to just mention, which completely um, randomly happened this week. So um, just for the listeners who aren't from Andorra and there's a little bit of background, um, we have just south of us here in uh, the closest Spanish town called La Seo de Rochelle, um, a small airport. Now, I think since the 80s, it's been talked about this airport becoming larger, becoming able to take commercial flights. But that hasn't happened for various reasons. Um, and just, I think, was it two days ago, it was announced that finally this small airport was going to be getting its GPS system and therefore hopefully getting some commercial flights. Whether we believe that or not, I don't know. Does anybody have some comments whether this event might finally take place that could help the country to recover, in fact? Well, basically, Olga, um, as far as I know, the GPS system uh, authorization that had to be granted by Spain was basically the blockage to be able to initiate any kind of negotiation like any other regular airport do. So I think like the technical thing, which is uh, having an airport that is able to uh, have commercial flights in and out, um, we already do. Of course, then you need to uh, train all the people that will be working in the in this airport so they can use these uh, systems and stuff. But this is something that is um, doable, is feasible. And um, I think then now we will open space for, you know, like negotiations like any other airport in the world. And then you have to be you can be more or less successful negotiating with the airlines if they can come or not. And um, truly, we are in a very, very weird scenario for that. I think it's like no, no one could have foreseen to get the GPS authorization in such a situation where, you know, most airlines are completely stopped. We don't even know if some of them will go bankrupt. So we will see. I'm, I'm, I couldn't say now or I'm not sure now if that's going to be a break for us, like if it's going to stop us to be able to negotiate with them or the other way around, we may have more chances because people need to go more door to door to the places. So um, we will see how the general you know, evolution in, in the international scenario is and if we are able to finally have the flights here, but I'm quite confident about, uh, about it and quite positive. I think it's, if it's not soon, it's going to be a bit later, but we will finally have this airport that will, of course, make a super big difference to move from and for Andorra. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I think it's a really good news, you know, when you've been locked down for more than one month and, you know, you see all the activity and the economical activity being uh, in, at risk in the end. Um, at least this kind of like good news coming from outside are, are very are very good and, 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 you know, give us space for hope that uh, we will recover fast and things will go okay in the future. Yes, yeah, I, th I think actually that that is very good news. I mean, I, I see this as a opportunity for the hotels, for the restaurants, for the shops in Andorra to recover because it should bring, in, in the long term, I'm not talking about now because who knows what will happen when this holiday season but in in the long term it, it should and it will bring uh, more clients 
for them. And there I see also use of my blog to present to those clients uh, the best deals, the best offers, something what they're looking for. Okay, so there's, um, I think, another reason to celebrate these days because yesterday we learned that the antibody detection tests that were uh, supposed to arrive to Andorra finally arrived here. And um, I think this is going to be a really good opportunity for us to finally know how much the population has been immunized, uh, immunized in, in Andorra, because basically um, we are being tested all the population. So it's a, it's voluntary thing, but um, all the population will be um, allowed to get the test. So we will get a clearer idea of um, how much the population has been in touch with the virus, how many people um, built antibodies against it, and this will help also to plan the next steps so and as the market has been so difficult these days and it's been um, all the medical equipment and stuff has been delayed and uh, I think it's really 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 good news to know that the tests are finally here in the country so the antibody testing will be able to start from next week cool yeah really, really good and um, just to go over that so it's not mandatory to actually register for the test but i think it's uh, almost almost 50,000 people registered already right yeah that's correct actually the idea is that uh the government bought enough tests to test twice the whole population so their intention is to test uh all the people first then wait 14 days and then test again everyone so you can see also the evolution and they bought enough to test twice the whole population but if uh, some people do not want to uh, be tested of course they are not going to be obliged which i think is, is also very nice um but i guess that uh, at least we will we will achieve a really good percentage here because as you said already almost 50,000 people uh were registered for the testing and we have to consider also that there is many elderly people that probably do not have access to the online application and that will be registering on the phones some other people that uh there will be some mobile units that will be uh going to test them at their places so probably when we some everything up is going to be a really really high percentage of the population being tested here yeah and another thing to say so gold first and um, i think i really look forward to following this story for the outside world maybe somebody can learn something yeah yes 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 i think actually that we are very fortunate that uh, we here we have a chance to to get tested for free whereas in the other countries you have a problem uh to have such tests done so i think we are really lucky and i can speak for myself and for my family uh the one that lives here we are going to be tested because we do want to know and also we we want to help the authorities to make a decision whether to move forward what to open uh and 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 and, and when i think that that it's just for the good of all of us for the good of economy of the local businesses and our own yeah, very interesting. And it will be um, another story still, what exactly we personally benefit from the results of the test. And in fact, what situation uh, the country is going to be in once it knows, knows the answer. So 
but all of us, it's a very interesting, important experience. Good. Um, so, Kalina, as um, a final uh, thing we want to ask you, how is it that anybody can come to your website, to your website and find all these offers that are going on in Andorra? Okay, sure. Well, so I think it's quite easy to find me. So my webpage is called andoraofertas.com. Very easy to remember and easy to spell, andoraofertas.com. And uh, so navigate there. If you wish to contact me, you can send me email. You will find my email there in the, uh, in the webpage. There is a section called about. So you can send me email asking anything. I'm, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to, to um, add more businesses to, to my page. It's for free, of course. And what else can, okay. And of course you can also find me in Instagram. Uh, my account name is Andorra Ofertas. Um, so, yes, so please do look for me, do find me and enjoy. Okay, perfect. Well, really, thank you ever so much for coming on and talking to us about this very interesting time. Yeah, thank you very much, Kalina, for joining us today. I was uh, using your application all the time. Well, not application, but the platform. And it has been really, really useful for us not to be checking every time, you know, if something was open or not, if uh, some service that we already knew was delivering or not. So that made our lives way easier during these days. So I thank you for that as well. I'm so happy because that's the reason why I'm doing this, you know, to just make it easier for everyone, for myself and for everyone. So I'm very, very happy. And I'm very happy for you having me here. It was a very lovely conversation. Thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye, ladies. <laughs>